Matchday Live Extra full time review from Wolves 1, West Ham United nil at Molyneux where fans are still filing out absolutely delighted buzzing with the performance that they've seen from their team to bring to an end West Ham's winning run they had 53% possession in all 65% in the first half West Ham understandably came back into it in the second after Wolves had got themselves in front through Raul Jimenez's 51st strike for the club on his 121st appearance 15 shots in all in the game for Wolves to West Ham's nine seven of them in the first half eight in the second they had seven corners to West Ham's three they dominated possession they dominated the past success as well 85% of their passes were successful 67% of their dribbles were successful that was 14 of 21 they really did Andy Thompson put in a really impressive performance today I think it was a great win we spoke about West Ham and the quality of the hard and the, the ability that they got within their squad. But I just thought today, I just thought we was up for the fight, up for the battle. Uh, and we took the game to West Ham. We made it difficult for West Ham, especially in that first half. Made it difficult for them to get the ball. And we were winning the ball higher up the pitch, which Matt played into our hands. And we're just watching the replay of the goal again. It's a great finish. It's a great finish from him. It's a goal scorer's goal, isn't it? So he just placed it into the corner. But they've done really well in the game. So, look, it's, they deserve it for me. So, look, I think throughout the game, they deserve the win and the way that they won as well. And that's sort we look at performance, we look at results, and I think they've done both today. It was a wonderful team move that got the goal for Raul Jimenez. He provided a finish that we have seen before, calmly stroking the ball into the bottom corner. There were so many impressive performances. We'll run through some of the key players in a moment, but... West Ham had had some chances in the first half. They'd had a good spell, really, in the middle part of it, Dave Edwards. But really, kind of from maybe the 25-minute mark, it became Wolves' game. And you said in commentary in the first half, this is there for the taking for Wolves. It was. They, they got to grips to it really well. Because I thought Wolves' first couple of minutes started well, but then West Ham really got on top. Um, and Wolves couldn't really get it. But then there's a couple of occasions where Wolves passed their way out of trouble. And that almost made West Ham revert back deeper into their system and then once they did that Wolves could dominate possession higher up the pitch like we predicted before the game that's how the game was going to go um, they used the ball really well without really that end product in the first half but that first 20 minutes of the second half they were magnificent maybe the best 20 minutes of the season they really come out of the blocks quick second half and the goal was just brilliant composure to start off with by Max Kilman and Ruben Neves little one-two in the middle of the pitch set free Semedo he plays it into Jimenez who slides out wide to um, Daniel Pudent and then what they did for the first time in the game is take a touch and deliver West Ham like they did all game got numbers back the four defenders three midfielders but Raul Jimenez just held out lovely pullback ball by Pudent and what a finish by Jimenez didn't blast it composure let the pace on the ball do the work and just guides into that bottom corner and then right in front of the side bank which went mad but Wolves they, they really deserve that I was super impressed with the way they played it was really impressive all round. There were some real standout performances in there. Let's start, I guess, from the back, really, because, again, both of you mentioned it in commentary. And in that final kind of 10-minute, 15-minute spell where West Ham were probing, they never actually really caused Jose Sarra a problem, and all the credit has to go to the defensive unit. Well, uh, yeah, I, well, I think it was a team effort as well. But, I, like I said, I think the, the boys at the back 
knew they were going to be up for a difficult game today. With the strike force that they've got, caused the problems to many Premier League sides this season already. But what they did, they just dealt with it, but they were well protected by the midfield, I think, as well. I think Neves and Matinho in there did a great job of protecting them as well. Um, first off, Aitnuri and Samedo, I thought, played really well, getting forward, not so much in the second half, defending difficult, probably because of West Ham having a little bit more of the possession as the game went on. But what they did, they, they won the ball higher up the field for me, and I think that's all come from their shape, the way that they played and pressed the ball and it's allowed us to then go up and attack West Ham and made it difficult for West Ham to actually get out and you can see I'm just watching the video again the, the, the goal from Jimenez and you can see what it means to us but also as well they look deflated as well West Ham they responded well come back into it but I just think a whole team effort from Jimenez all the way back to Saar they protected their goalkeeper really well as a team I thought for today well, Max Kilman, I think, was maybe the standout of the defenders. Uh, I keep saying it. What a campaign he is having. But we do need to talk about the midfield, Dave Edwards, because there is a, a strange element sometimes where every time people start to question whether Neves and Martinho are the correct pairing, they then produce such a <laughs> dominant performance like that that the question goes away again for a couple of weeks. Yeah, we said before the game we thought it was the right pairing because Wolves were going to have more of the ball and both of them I don't even think give the ball away the whole game they were that good Matinho as well he's an absolute class act in there and still at his age being able to get around the pitch like he does calms walls down in possession but it was all about the man alongside him Ruben Neves I think in, in the Crystal Palace game they got overrun but for some reason that must have affected the way Neves played today because he looked like he wanted to get around the pitch and really um, dominate through his, his physicality and stuff like that and it's not something he's always had he's, he's learned it he looks looks lean he looks like he can sort of cover distance but if he does that and then he's got the quality which he has is not just his range of passing but the type of pass he hits and when he hits it being able to recognize when he needs to switch play when it's on to going behind when he can cut through the defense his, his decision making is excellent and even in even in that goal um he played a key pass in that. He made himself available for Max Kilman, set Semedo away down the right. But all in all, he was he was fantastic. And I, I just believe that so many clubs are going to be in for, for Ruben Neves and we'll oh, to do, hang their, on. do their best to, yes. to keep him. Ste steady on that kind of talk, thank you. <laughs> uh, but do you know what? It, it, it's interesting you make the point there that uh, against Everton here, Everton sat off, didn't they? Especially in that first half. And that allowed Ruben Neves to dictate the terms. And we saw what good player he is. Crystal Palace obviously got in his face. They stopped the ball getting to him. They stopped him being able to set. It wasn't like West Ham sat off Neves today. You're dead right. He, bu he bullied the West Ham midfield. And that's a tough midfield yes, to bully. Definitely. The Socek and, and Declan Rice are probably one of the best pairings in the Premier League and, and they have been all season but Ruben Neves I say he he is an all-round midfielder you can see he can dominate games from deep with his passing and availability on the ball but then he can also which he hasn't always been able to do but more recently he can go and play in the in Wolves's in the, the opposition's final third and make things happen driving with the ball picking passes higher up the pitch and he did that ever so well today he really is a complete modern-day midfielder. Um, he's not going to break into the box and score goals, but from bo between the boxes, he is absolutely superb. As good as Neves was, Martinho wasn't that bad, was he? No, he wasn't. And I think the two of them uh, marshalled the midfield pretty well uh, together. And, and that's probably the reason the understanding what the two of them have got. That's probably the reason why they're, they're his starting pair. 
Den Donka comes in and gives you that physicality as well. Um, and we kind of thought about, well, he's going to play that in there because of the midfield of West Ham being so dominant in games. But they, the two of them more than matched the West Ham uh, pair. And, and again, Neves had an outstanding game. Matinho played well as well. Um, but look, you're coming up against Declan Rice, who's probably the best player in that position that's in the Premier League at the minute. But for me, I thought he was just doing it on his own in the end because of the way that the, the two Wolves lad just went round him. Because, say, he was working tirelessly, I think, in the first 15 minutes. And I think Ed just on it there, probably outstanding Declan Rice. But all of a sudden then, it just changed and Wolves started to dominate the game, have the ball. Uh, and started to push uh, West Ham back and look the quality of him is no doubt the only thing I'd say about him is he needs to add goals for me I think that okay we're great with his performance and I know he plays in the, probably a little bit deeper but the reason why I'm saying that we've seen the goals that he can score and, that, and that's the thing that's the pity why we can't see it now and I, and I would just like to see him add a few more goals and look you, you can't criticise him because of the quality that he's got but we we know what he has got, and that's the the, the thing that we want to see. Yeah, and he, he doesn't need to break into the box. No. But a, a look at the area that Jimenez scored from today, arriving in that second phase, edge of the box, and finishing. I think that's like yeah, he, it's definitely something he could add to, and that would just take him to oh, another. Yeah. If he goes and scores seven, eight goals a season, that is just on another level. Yeah, he, he had an incredible game today, and uh, I say. As you say, there will be a lot of people looking at him and the kind of performance that he put in in dictating that midfield. The wing-backs were good as well. Ryan Aitnori and Nelson Semedo got to grips with it, yeah. did their duties defensively. I think especially in the first half, I thought the, the push West Ham are back. I think Aitnori did really well down this left-hand side. Semedo probably out of the two probably had the best, better chances of it where he could have delivered a ball in on a couple of times. There was one where he's had a touch I think he should have shot first. I think he could have just hit that. doesn't matter. He's, he's in the penalty box. Just have a strike of it. Once you have that touch, it allows West Ham defenders then to get across. And, of course, they've got the block on. Well, you know that, you know, you can always tell when someone's had a good game when, when they took Pablo Fornells off and you kind of thought, yeah. oh, we've barely seen him. Yeah. And he was over on that side and he spent most of the game just tracking Nelson Semedo. Yeah, I thought that both wing-backs did well. Eight Norris just getting better and better of each game. Semedo was, I thought... He was excellent right up into that last little bit. So he defended well. He got himself into some superb areas. Almost Matt Doherty like the way he does get into the box. But he'll be disappointed with just the final little bits, whether it's his finishing or his crossing, just not quite picking the right pass. But all in all, it was um, it was a good performance by both wing backs, and it was just a good team performance. I don't think you can look at one play on the pitch and think they they didn't have a, a seven or eight out of ten. They were they were all superb. Um, I don't want to go through absolutely everybody. We, we kind of have at the <laughs> Do moment. Do you tick it off a list? Well, yeah. Uh, so we'll save a bit of Raul Jimenez chat because we spoke about him pre-show and everyone knows and, and we said what a wonderful finish it was. Um, I just want to have a quick word about Daniel Pudence, really, because he Chan Huang uh, has had a, a superb start to his Wolves career. When Matt Murray was here against Everton, he spoke glowingly about him as well. Daniel Pedence today actually really impressed me with his work rate, which is something that is not necessarily always there. But he, he did his role for the team today. Now, I know both of you think that he can be a little bit more decisive when yeah. he gets into the final third. But did he, did he warrant or did he re respect the... The, the fact that he got that starting place today did he pay back Bruno Large for well, that starting role well he's, he set up the goal didn't he so he's passed the ball for him and has to score 
But uh, what the only problem I have sometimes with him is like, okay, he's great when he's got the ball, techniques great, his delivery and all that. We saw the chip, what he nearly did the keeper with as well. So again, and the shot as well. So you can see the quality that he's got. But uh, for me, I think that he did it today, where he worked and helped out the team. Where if he lost the ball or he was chasing the ball, he helped out. Now we've seen uh, chances this year where he hasn't done that. When he's lost the ball, he's allowed people just to run the tower back line. And I, for me personally, I think that he's got to make it harder for defenders to get out. And he's done that today in the first half, especially. Second half, he did it a little bit. But the sec the first half, I thought he did that better today. And you, you can't afford to carry players in this league. Because uh, there's no doubting about the quality that he's got on the ball. We've seen what he did. He set up the goal. He's had a couple of opportunities himself as well. He's got great feet. But... So, like today, what he did, he worked hard for the team, and that's what you want from your players. It's an interesting debate and decision for the coaching staff now because Trincao's had the shirt for the last couple of games, Pedence had it today, Treore came on and showed actually kind of what we know from Treore in that he's devastating when he carries the ball and in late games. So, it's actually, they're all very different, and with Pedro Neto potentially not that far away in the coming months maybe but that's a really interesting kind of role because I think we all kind of feel that He Chan Huang has nailed down that one role so it's one of the other three at the minute potentially one of the other four in a couple of months who do you pick? Yeah, well, the good thing is they're all different types of players and you can play them in different types of games and I think that's what what Bruno Large would have wanted he wanted to be able to rotate that front three but it, as it looks is you have to play Raul Jimenez because he gives you a focal point yeah. then Juan Ki Chan with his performances so far he, even today he didn't really have many opportunities in and around the box but is, he's such an intelligent footballer his, his movement's so clever the way he finds spaces and his work for the team even right at the end making those tackles but yeah that other berth is, is completely I think on, on who we play the opposition I really like Trincao I think he's a really good footballer easy on the eye to watch carries the ball well but he just almost lacks that little bit of um, that devilment in the, the end product. Um, still getting used to Premier League, probably. I, th I thought that today Daniel Pedence looked like it, it looked like it was a big game for him. He knew it was an opportunity. He looked a little bit edgy first five, ten minutes. The ball wasn't really sticking with him, but as a bare minimum, he gave you a, a performance where he was going to work hard and, and do his job for the team, which he's not always done, but he done that today. But then he is sharp on the ball and, and he came up with that assist, which really mattered. Yeah, so, yeah, I just think that the, the Wolf team today have proved that they can play up against the best in this league. So you've got West Ham, who, got, who were third in the league at the start of this game, uh, and they've gone and matched them, and they've gone beyond them and won the game. And it just shows you that this squad and the ability that you've got in it is, can compete with anybody in this league. OK, we've got some of the top teams in there, but West Ham beat Liverpool uh, last week, was it? Um, and they've, they've come here today. Everybody thought it was going to be a tough game, and it was. But what they have done, Wolves, they've gone and matched them by far. They've gone out there, they've played really well against them and created some chances. We forgot about the Jimenez one in the first half, the little dink as well, what he could have done. He just got a little bit of curl on it rather than the little dink that he did against Everton. But for me, I think a very rewarding performance from I think the manager's going to think from his team, but also as well, good performance from his team. Yeah, and, and that might be a key point, just to, to, to wrap this up, boys, in the element of it wasn't just the result today. And we, we look at the run of form that Wolves have been on. They're, what, now five wins in the last seven, one draw, one defeat. 
but in some of those wins they weren't they weren't on the same level today felt like it was a performance as well as yep. a result so where, where do we think we are in the evolution of, of what Bruno's trying to do well in some of the games we've been inconsistent where we've played really well haven't scored we've played badly and scored and won <laughs> uh, so we've had a bit of a, a mixed bag with the, with the games that we've had this year didn't play very well at Crystal Palace probably the worst game we've had this, this year so far um, but what it shows you is that He's starting to evolve. So, look, look, he's still new to this team, Bruno is. So, he's still learning his team. Still wants to bring his own players in, I'm sure, probably in the January window or in the summer. But what he has got, he's got a, a squad with a load of ability in it. And what he's doing is getting the best that he can out of it. We've seen some great games here. The Everton game, especially that first half, was outstanding against Everton. And I just think probably throughout the game, 90 minutes, um, okay, West Ham had a little bit of possession either either half, but it's probably a good performance as well as the win. I think that um, after the first three games of the season where there was good performances but three losses, if you'd have said going into December we're going to be what's potentially sixth in the league, everyone would have snapped their hands off. It's been a real, I would say a turnaround because performances are good, but there's going to be inconsistencies, but the results have been very, very good. Um, it is a transitional season, but... I've been so impressed with Bruno Lars and the way he wants to play. I was a little bit sceptical in pre-season when they were going to play a higher line. I was worried Wolves were going to get done over the top quite a bit. But, they've but does, really, they've really doesn't limited. it help with the keeper though? Like oh, that. it does, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, Jose Sarr's starting position helps, the organisation. Yeah. It's almost like they've come on from last season where Nuno would have them really well organised, but they'd be too deep to really yeah. go and put it on teams. Whereas now they're still organised, but they're playing 15, 20, 25 yards further up the pitch. And it's it's a real difference. And there will be bumps on the road. There will be poor performances. But I fully expect this, this Wolves team to be finishing top half. And I think that's what I think all Wolves fans would have taken out at the start of the season. And it's almost like the start of another journey. Um, I really hope, really hope they can fulfil their potential because it feels like they've got the right man in charge. Because yeah. you, you can see what the manager, because we watch him, he's very anima animated on the touchline. He wants his team to be high up the field. You can see him waving them forward, and you, you can see why he wants his teams to play higher up the field. And again, in that first half, we won so many balls because we were higher up the pitch, and you can see that's what he's trying to instill into his team. Uh, so look, he, I thought today played, they played really well, got the victory, which is great. Um, and again, they're getting some good results, and that's and we said before. It's about results, a business, uh, performances we want as well. I think we had a probably a bit of everything today in the game, uh, performance and result. But again, say so it's still working, isn't it? It's so still working on his squad mm. and his players as well. Well, I'll tell you what, if you think back, if anyone would have told you after the first three games where we hadn't scored a goal and hadn't picked up a single point, <laughs> that nine games later we'd be above all three teams who beat us yeah. <laughs> in those first three matches. The turnaround has been quite yeah. something. If Chris Wellamo was here, he'd be talking about a Champions League push right now. <laughs> <laughs> but thankfully we've got the far more sensible Dave Edwards <laughs> alongside us. It's going to be fascinating to see how it pans out. Edo, thank you very much indeed Thanks for, having me. I've for loved your it. company. We will have you back soon as well with your... your Welsh football commitment, still banging them in. More goals, more goals oh, and videos. Goals. Oh, rolling back the years. <laughs> Lovely to see. Tomo, thank you very much indeed. Pleasure, we should mate. mention, by the way, while we're in international break, that Tomo had a birthday in that period as well. So it's not just the 35th anniversary of him signing for Wolves. It was also his 64th birthday. <laughs> so congratulations you. to you, my friend. <laughs>
Thank you very much, everybody. We will see you very, very soon. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.